0: Greetings and salutations. It's the I Eat Now podcast, hosted by yours truly, Thomas Blyber. This podcast is designed for the everyday guy. Come with us as we journey through the mental and emotional kaleidoscope that is the man. Open your mind to self-awareness, healing, and loving yourself so that you will not just survive, but thrive as the man. Welcome. To the I Now Podcast. Greetings, everyone. Glad you decided to join us for another edition of the I Now podcast. As usual, we don't waste no time. We're gonna dive right into the subject matter for today. And the subject matter for today is self-love and being your authentic self. And I kind of want to break it down into another little subsection of confidence versus cockiness. And so when I talk about loving yourself, especially as a male, what's some of the first things that pop in your mind? You know, for me, it felt weird even saying that loving myself I mean, I just thought that was just something that, you know, you did, but it was just, and I didn't even know how you did that. I didn't understand what went into when you say you love yourself as an individual, as a man. For the longest period of time, I, I, never, I never saw an image of what that meant, of how it plays out. So yes, my father was in my life my entire life. My mother was in my life my entire life. They were married, come from a two-parent home, brothers and sisters, but we never really expressed love to ourselves. My sister, my oldest sister, Sonia, she was the first one when she came back from college to start telling us, hey, I love you. And it felt weird. And that's crazy to be feeling weird about saying you love somebody that you actually love. But we didn't express it like that in my family, you know, not until we were all grown that we really kind of embraced that. And even with my parents still now, you know, you can tell it's still like, oh, okay, yeah, because they were not raised like that. And so with my kids, though, we say it all the time. And so I want them to be able to understand what self-love means. Because self-love, self-care self-respect, you know what I'm saying? All those things are tied in to love. Because when you love something, you want to take care of it. But the crazy thing about love, you know what I mean, with other people, sometimes you may not know how they need to be loved because of your love language and what you express. Like I said, coming from my house where it was just known that you was loved to being in a relationship with somebody That wants to be told that that wants to be shown, shown that in a certain type of way so they can be received is different. That's drastic. That's something that that individual and you are going to have to work out and you're going to have to learn and study what makes them tick and what makes them feel loved. And this is still a situation where I'm growing in like, okay, I know I love this person, but how do I make them understand and then receive that where it looks like love to them? Because love is so vast, and we all probably have different definitions of what it is. People are like, well, love is an action verb. So people want you to do certain things or maybe not do other things. So like I said, when you start talking about other people, then it broadens out into something else. But let's get back on the train. Let's get back on the train. Like I said, I, I sometimes I stray. I, I have all these ideas floating around. But let's get back to what it means to love yourself and then let's talk about that cockiness versus confidence so when you love yourself you're going to treat yourself in a certain manner you're not going to let other people treat you in a certain way but when we start talking about confidence versus cocky they can really some people mistake those two as the same as the same and so I asked a few people what does that mean? What does it mean to be cocky and what does it mean to be confident? Years ago, I had a little joke and I always ask people, what's the difference between cockiness and confidence? And when they would say what, I would always say the smell. Because, you know what i saying? When you think of somebody cocky, you think they're full of it. You know, they're full of themselves or, you know, they're full of basically manure. So that's how you look at them, but they're brash And that they are so cocky that they don't respect other people, that they put themselves on that pedestal. And I think the difference is when you're confident, you know what you, you know the abilities that you have, you know who you are. So I don't have to ruffle your feathers. I'm not going to dim my light for you per se, but I can be me and I can allow you to be you. When I think of cocky people, they have to take the stage all the time, they have to be center stage. They have to be in charge. Everybody has to give them their respect or get out of their way or whatever the case may be. But when you're confident in who you are as an authentic person, it's a beautiful thing because you can include other people in because it doesn't affect you. You know what you bring to the table. You know what you bring to the table. So I can use it in, in any aspect. If say we say we're playing basketball and they bring another, you know, another hooper onto the team, and this dude is nice. Okay, we can be nice. We're going to be double trouble now because I can share that basketball with you. I used to look at different people, and I could see how they were getting knocked and how some people could confuse their confidence with cockiness, and it was because they knew what they were doing, and they were unapologetic about it, not in – Oh, I know what I'm doing and you got to get out of my way. But now when they handle their business, they handle their business. If I know that I'm a good three-point shooter or I know that I can throw the deep ball, guess what? I'm pulling up and I'm letting that thing fly. No questions asked. But also if the play calls for me to just give you the ball, give you the bounce pass in the corner so you can shoot your J, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to give you the ball in the corner and let you shoot your J because it doesn't take away from my abilities. It doesn't take away from my abilities. So when we start to look at, and let me slow down my pace of talking because I'm talking really, really fast, had a lot, and it's just going through my mind so quickly. But let me slow down the pace a little bit. When I look at confidence and what it truly means and how you respect yourself in a self-loving manner and you know the ability that you have, A lot of times you're willing to share the stage. You're willing to teach other people that ability if it's possible. And you don't have a fear of other people coming in your pond. With cockiness, it seems like you always got to state for yourself that I'm the man. And at some degree, I don't even have a problem with you saying I'm the man. It's just that, okay, what does that mean to the other people? What does that mean to other people when you make that statement that you're the man? Or you have, you know, because if somebody were to ask who can write, who's a good writer, and you being a good writer and not raise your hand, then you kind of being like fake humble and you hoping that they would see it. But if you're confident, you just raise your hand up. I'm a good writer. There's nothing cocky about that. Now, if you like, well, you know, I do what I do. And you go into this whole elaborate thing and you make it just about you and not about what the need is at the given moment. That's where I think it's kind of that gray area of getting into the cockiness. And so as we try to unite and make it as one, I think that's part of the problem that we can look at Dr. Martin Luther King. I'm pretty sure there were some other people that were great speakers and that could rally because it was other groups. Other, other leaders had rallied their base. But at that given time, Dr. Martin Luther King, had he was like the, the, the rally cry. When he came into and he spoke, he spoke with confidence, he spoke with knowledge and people were willing to receive that. He had laid the groundwork. So it wasn't the, well, well, I'm here now, so you gotta do what I say. He had advisors, he knew what his role was. He knew what his gift was. And part of his gift was the ability to speak The ability to speak, to bring people who want the same thing generally, but it's different ways of getting there. He came together and joined a large group of people in saying, we're going to do these peaceful protests. We're going to do these walks and this is how we're going to do it. And I'll be at the front of that line. I'm not going to be hiding in the back. I'm gonna be at the front of that line. And all that ties into self-love. Let's say it like this. For a long for me, for a long time, when we talked about self-love and, and being confident in yourself, I was afraid that if I spoke up and said that I knew how to do something or I was actually good at something, that it wasn't showing you you know, that I was I wasn't showing humility, that I should let other people discover my work and just put it out there. And then I'll be discovered. And while that has some truth in it, if the question is asked or you're put in a situation, you shouldn't shun that away when you know that you, you have that ability. You don't have to be apologetic about your greatness. You don't have to be. Let me say that again. You don't have to be apologetic about your Greatness. We all have greatness within us. And the sooner we embrace that. The sooner that we gravitate and understand that. The better you're going to be. The better the people in your circle are going to be. It's like you finally took the reins. Of your life. Grabbed your destiny and you ran with it. So accept your greatness for what it is and move forward in that. When you start moving forward in your purpose with your greatness, your confidence can't help but rise. And when we talk about getting that back to self-love, you're going you're gonna to take care of yourself and you're going to present yourself in a different way when you know that you're good at that when you know you found your purpose and that you are moving in that order and your steps have been ordered by God in that way and you just start moving forward. You've done the work. You've done the work. You've studied. You've read. You've practiced. For this moment, and this moment is yours right now. And in the background, in the background of your steps, when you've done and you've layered everything out, in the back, it's just like you will take care of yourself better when you have self-love. That means on every aspect. You're going to take care of your health better. You're going to take care of your finances better. You're going to take care of your mind better. You're going to take care of your family better. Everything is going to be better once you start walking in that confidence. Because then you're like, I got to take care of this. This is like a treasure. You are the treasure and you got to take care of that. You got to take care of all those needs. Like I said, I, I go in and out because I was so burdened by what people would think about me if I said or I spoke in a certain way. And those things were frowned upon because I thought a little bit differently. And then uh, I'm going to tell you an incident. I, I uh, used to work for this company. And I was always having these brainstorms, these ideas. And I'm like, oh, man. But they would shoot them down. No, nah, that's stupid. That's dumb. And so I started to think that, okay, I don't really have any value. I don't have anything to add. And I carried myself like that for a little while. I was like, man, well, shoot. I guess I don't really know nothing. I mean, I need to do something different. I got to get out the industry. I need to do something different because evidently, I'm not smart enough in this particular realm to have to add any value. I wasn't confident in what I thought I knew. So, it was easy for somebody to deter me away from an idea that I had, a project that I wanted to do. And one of the guys, uh engineers, they went to another company. And he said, and he came back, he was so excited. He said, "Man, no, listen. Everything that you were talking about that you wanted to do and how you would put that process in place, they doing it at this company and they successful with it. Like people love that. said, I, I sat and I talked to him and it was like layer for layer. This is what Thomas is talking about. This is how Thomas would run this ship if he had that opportunity. And it just gave me new life. Like, man, be confident when you speak. Be confident when you say something. You don't have to ask for permission to be great. And if the circle that you're in, and I'll break it all the way even for the back, my family is, is very supportive of me. But if you go back and your family is not supporting what you believe and what you need and all those things, then I'm not saying leave your family, but you have to get around people that will support that. And that's where the online groups come in. That's where, you know, starting getting a mentor, um, getting a coach, uh, Church groups, whatever it is, you got to get around people that will help build you up to where you're supposed to be. And when you have people in your corner rooting for you, truly rooting for you because they see the greatness, because a lot of times people see that greatness in you, they'll see it in you because we're focused on com- that comparison piece sometimes of saying, well, this person is over here or we're focused on, you know, what we've been taught in the past that we aren't good enough. So we don't see the value and what we bring to the table, but other people typically see it, and one of two things are going to happen when they see it. Either they're going to be jealous of it, if they with the cockiness or the, the the hateration, as they say, and they're going to do everything in their power to stop you from you seeing it, or they're going to do stuff outside of that to stop you from you know going forth to your greatness, or. They're going to be like, man, I see something special. I see that greatness. And they're going to push you. They're going to push you hard because they know what's at stake. They know the quality of life that you could be living. And I'm not even talking about financially. When you have that peace and you have that self-love where you can really love yourself, then you have to give it to other, other people. But when you're really loving yourself and you get that peace, Like I said, you're not going to let anybody interfere with that piece. Nobody. So it may be some things that bother you, but you'll get back to yourself. You will get back to yourself. And then you'll be able to help the very people that tried to take you out. Which is crazy, but when you get that confidence in you, you're going to want to see other people succeed as well. And so some of your same uh, enemies or your your people that were against you, because what I found out is sometimes we have enemies or we think somebody is an enemy, but because of their past experiences, this is how they deal with your relationship. And they don't know anything outside of that because they haven't been shown anything outside of that. They're in survival mode. Not thriving mode. So when you're just out to survive, you do whatever it takes to, for you to survive. You cut people short. You do this, you do that. But when you are thriving, you're looking to give as well. Because you got so much. You can give it away. Like I said, if you, if you got your old thing full. You can afford to give it to some other people. You can afford Once that match is lit, you can light another match, another match. Or as I said, when you light a candle, that candle can light thousands of other candles and not lose any of his glory. You know how powerful that is? For you to be able to take somebody and give them a part of you that didn't like you. And it wasn't because they knew you and you gave them a reason, but it was because of experience and past experience of what they've been taught by their family members, by their circle. People always say you can't change. Yes, you can. When you get the ability to make your own decisions and you know, okay, I need to make a better decision. I need to make a different decision. Now, if you're cocky, you're going to choose to keep riding on your own train even if it's going downhill and you're going to say whatever and do whatever because you're surviving, even though you may be talented, but you're surviving. You're not thriving. But when you're confident, you don't have to worry about taking your candlelight and lighting the next person's candlelight. You don't worry about it. It didn't take anything away. Your flame is still bright. It didn't take a piece of your flame away. That flame just got bigger. Now it's two flames from the same. And that person is going, that light's carrying now a little bit of what you gave to the next person and the next person. And that's how we get into legacy and all this other stuff. But we'll talk about that later. But it's just the loving yourself, the self-love to be able to get to the place where you can have confidence in who you are. You can be authentically yourself. Look around at the people who've changed the world. They were not copies of somebody else. They were bold enough to be original, to be authentic, to use their experiences that made them who they were and share that. And they were generous enough to share that. It wasn't selfish. So when you get to that point of being confident in who you are, you're going to want to share that. And you're going to start, like I said, loving yourself a little bit more. I hope I tied all that in together because in my mind, like I said, for me, it it makes uh, perfect sense. And I'm trying to get that same outlook to you guys. Like I said, having that confidence is a part of self-love where you don't have to fret about what other people think about you. But at the same time, at the same time, you're thinking about those other people and how you can help serve with the gift that you've had, that you have. I'm telling you, as somebody who was not confident and as somebody who moved, I mean, I even look at it from when I was in the military, this guy, man, and and I, I said like, but he had a lot of women. I was like, man, and I looked myself hard in the mirror one day and I'm like. What does this dude have that I don't have? I don't consider myself ugly or any of those things. And I didn't consider that dude ugly. I was just like, we were both from the South. You know what I'm saying? Fairly the same height, fairly the same weight. But I'm like, this dude, like women would flock into this guy. But it was all because he was confident in who he was. He wasn't trying to be anybody else. He was just a super confident guy and that comp. Everybody could see even males. He had a lot of male friends. So it had nothing to do with being sexual or any of that nature. It was just the confidence that he showed. And so everybody liked to be around this guy. Like I say, he was a good guy to be around. He made you involved in whatever was going on and his confidence rammed over like it would be groups of people, you know what I mean? And so it was just like that confidence and I was just like, man, that how do I get that? But he had been, I mean, that's just the way he was raised. That's just how he came about was confident. He believed in himself. He knew what he was good at and nobody could take that away from him. But if you were around you could get some of the light, too. You could shine in the light, too. It's like being on a stage and the lights are equally on everybody around. And the crazy thing about that, though. If you ever have watched like an all-star game or anything like that, everybody looks talented. But usually it's like one or two guys that even rise above that cream of the crop. And it's not because they're trying to showboat or anything, but that's just who they're that good. But it doesn't diminish the other all-star. They're all all all-stars. So just imagine being in a group where everybody's an all-star. But they are willing to share everything. So you get a super confident group, super talented group. And everybody's, what we like to say, down to earth and willing to share their life. Nobody has to hog the stage. When it's your turn... They're supportive. And that's what we need more of, especially in the, our community. We need more men to be able to support other men without any jealousy, without any other, you know, hidden agendas or any of these things that I need to get, but I got to do that. No. Loving yourself will allow you to be uniquely you at all times without fear, without worry, without concern of what's going on with the other folk. So let's go out there and be confident in who we are. Let's take these steps day by day. And like I said, if you hadn't gotten to a point where you're confident in yourself yet, look at the things that you're good at. And if you're like, well, I'm not good at anything. It's probably not true, but let's. It's, it's still skills that you can learn. And even if you don't learn another skill, there's only one you. Be the best you that you can be. Nobody else can be you more so than you. I don't care if they can mimic your voice, some of your attributes, how you act. They're not you. They don't think like you. They don't move like you. So let's take that to heart. Let's be confident in who we are. Let's get back to loving ourselves. Let's let that, that word make us fearful. Let's let that word of loving ourselves push us to greatness. We gotta look inside first. Like I said all that external stuff that we get—that's cool. We gotta look inside first and purge whatever we gotta purge, whatever blocks. Like I said, right now, I got told something. Uh, it's been a week, yeah, a little bit over a week ago now. And while I knew the information and I had talked to the person about it already, I never really addressed it on my end. So it was just like, okay, yeah, I know I got a flat tire. I know I ran over a pin, But now comes in the work of me taking the pen out. And blowing the tire back up. So that's what I got to do. So community, brotherhood, that's what we're going to do. We're going to work on ourselves from the inside out. And we're going to start loving ourselves. Flaws and all. Embrace those things. See the things that we need to change. And go forward. So as a community, let's come together and push each other forward. Push each other forward. Let's go ahead and take that pin out the tire. Patch it up. Put new air in it. So we can keep moving. Let's address those issues. We may even get need to get a new tire. All together. New tire, new rim. Get a whole new set. Sometimes that's what it takes. A whole new mentality. We can't put patches on it sometimes and put new air in it. Sometimes we got to get a whole new mentality. We got to get a whole new circle of friends. We got to get into a whole new community to make these things real to us. And as always, just as I talk to you, I'm talking to me because I'm on this same journey of learning to love myself. And being able to share that with others. Because I don't want to love myself just to love me. I want to love myself where I can share the, the knowledge that I have, where I can share the love that I have, the compassion that I have. All those things with those I come in contact with. Where I can take my candlelight and light somebody else's candle. Thank you, thank you, thank you once again for joining me on this episode. I hope that we both learn something and be confident in what we do. You guys know that I have an email that you can hit me up at, at, which is the i now podcast at gmail.com. Also, if you go through Anchor, it has a message, voice message that you can leave me. And I'll get to you as soon as I see the message because, like I said, I want to build a community where we're building each other up. So don't hesitate. To email me to uh, send me a voice message because we in this thing together, and as always, I hate now.